0: here we go bo's got his tea i got my bubbly we're ready to go shouts out to go currency for making it all possible i want to first thank i want to thank go currency all this wouldn't be possible if one for them is that how it goes how are you my friend i'm good you do it okay yeah uh i got
1: i did get my flu shot yesterday oh. so for work you- i do flu shot and like i think it's tdap and tb so i got the triple the triple dose and i mean it's like are you kind of kicking in your it, ass It here? started kicking in this afternoon I okay like, oh, so so do you be
0: like do you get can you give me you know can you give are you like i'll give
1: you the best can hour you give me, that i can got. You give me 45 i got the best hour that i got
0: and then i'll try to close then then we'll go to the bull we'll bring in mariano rivera me apparently yeah, then you're, and you're gonna have to it. wheel me
1: out of here but i'll yeah, try we'll and close it out. out
0: i'll try and close if it Mac out
1: has to do it he'll do
0: it yes that's right uh I got a bunch of stuff that I'm excited to talk about today. Uh, the one thing I wanted—did you do the Powerball thing? Did you did you buy a Powerball ticket? You nope. seem like—have nope. you ever up. bought a Powerball ticket in your life?
1: Oh, I know I I I have, but the, the one I missed was uh, Andy Sand, my roommate at the time. Yes. We were living out on West O. Uh, this is in college. He called me, and said hey, Powerball's up at 500 million. As I'm driving down West O. Past a certain gas station. The next day, Shut up. that gas station's where all these people who worked at the meatpacking no. plant won on a random ticket. So I was driving by it Shut at the time. Up. So I kind of, it's one of those that, you know, I mean, dude. Oh, my God. I I, yeah, I wasn't probably going to get it, but like no, the fact but that it was. It, but it you were was, that close. I was on the street, like driving by uh, where the ticket how was. I've never heard that story. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I, I don't think I've bought one since.
0: Well, Powerball is always interesting to me with how skewed we get with money when it comes to buying a Powerball ticket. If it's like ten million, you're like, it's not enough.
1: No. <laughs> not
0: <laughs> like ten million. You really expect me to get out of go out of my way and get out of my car and for a chance at ten million dollars. Maybe
1: that's smart though. Maybe that's smart though. It needs to be so much. Like if it's a trillion dollars, I'm buying it every time because right? if you get the trillion. <laughs> the $1 right you know the the 100 times you bet the $1 it's like who cares right but it's, it's just chilling.
0: interesting how like it once it gets to a certain crazy amount then people are like yeah. okay now a billion yeah oh it's 1 billion dollars like no, it's worth my time. Yeah, I mean, it's still It's just funny long, to me yeah. how, that, how that works. Other thing I wanted to ask you about. This is officially, it's basketball season. I was in Lawrence, Kansas, did their exhibition game, did Creighton's opener. I got Creighton. We're taping this on a Wednesday night. I got Creighton's second game against North Dakota tomorrow night. It's officially the season where I'm napping in my car in various parking lots. Oh, like, wow. what can and can't you do in your car? Like am I?
1: I, I know always, how you get there. We yeah, like,
0: <laughs> we all know what you can't do, right?
1: What was it in the hall pass where he gets caught? And he's like, "What are you, night Rider <laughs> <He's> like <laughs> brings back memories of being in high school.
0: Yes, yes. But <laughs> yeah. there's a part of me that even feels like when I so I napped in a in a Panera parking lot in Lawrence, and then a Starbucks parking lot in Omaha. I tried to at least. Why <laughs> what is what? I, there's a party that feels like I'm breaking the law. Am I like? Could a cop walk up and be like, you know, hey, what, do, what are you doing? Moving along here? Oh,
1: what? Like, huh? what? Can't? Can I not
0: park and sleep in my car for a short period of time? You can park and sleep
1: at a gas station. I mean, right? So yeah, that's not a problem. Okay, I don't know what. What
0: about there? The husband times. Now I always do this. I get in my back seat. I've done this before. Where I get in my oh. back seat. No, not to nap. I get in my back seat if I got a change. Like if I'm in like if I'm not in my suit, I've yeah. changed into a suit in my back car, that back seat of like my rental car on the road. People think like, man, man, TV, man, it must be so <laughs> glamorous. It's like, meanwhile, I'm at like parking lots, napping and changing in my, back. can, That's, so yeah. w- when does it get to be like indecent exposure?
1: Um, coming I in this think summer. If you're, if you're in, it, <laughs> if you're Uh-oh. in your car, I'm not. I mean, I'm not getting like, like buck you're in your, nasty naked, I think it's kind of like if you're in your car, you're in your house a little bit. Like, look, like it becomes this is my. What house. goes on below the window is my business in my car. You know, like if it's your house and they're peeping on you, that's a. Tom that's what from. it feels like to
0: me a little bit. But like, you
1: can be naked in your house walking around, you right? Like I don't naked get guys.
0: naked in my car, but I'm in my. I've, I'll be in my boxers for a second before I get the. Yeah. the Nick, I think the it's, pants on. In
1: my opinion, well within the lines of. What goes on below the window <laughs> is your business.
0: Okay, I just want to know that what what I can and cannot do in my car.
1: I'm going to vote can for I pants can. off well,
0: under the window slide. It's funny.
1: The window line's a
0: big deal. Though. The window line. Anything below the window line, like,
1: come like on. If you're trying to like.
0: Yeah maneuver moon, around and if I if I up
1: in the window other...
0: <laughs> above the window you know like that's ridiculous above you know?
1: the rim is not just uh, <laughs> a movie two boxes in it's <laughs> the line you keep your butt below you cannot do it above the rim but
0: okay you you
1: bring up voting
0: i got a little voting thing for us it's going to be for for coaching candidates like we're going to reset I wrote down ten candidates, nine, and then I left room for a write-in. We're gonna go through all of them and, like, if they're on the ballot for for Nebraska football head coach, because it's you know we've everybody voted like in the the spirit spirit of voting, like, would you vote for them? So we'll get into that. Uh, And then I got some, uh, I got some other things that that with Whipple, some of his quotes, Mickey Joseph, some of his quotes. very interesting stuff to get into, and I want to pick your brain as well. But do we need to? We haven't done a song of the week in a while. Yeah, we
1: better do. We, 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 we better do it here. For a week, I think. We, we were... did.
0: Well, we did no. We did no video for for like one of the mid mid week pods here. So, okay, you you're in charge of the song of the week. It's going to be something, something. Give me something, man. Give me, give me rolling with something. Are you just going to hit me with it? Or are you going to give me any intro? What we got here. I guess I should
1: probably so bring this up. So the intro is I want to test your knowledge. So oh, this is, wow. a, this is a song. Um, it's not an obvious one, probably. But if you know your movies. This is a song from a scene in a movie. It's a famous scene. Oh, God. See, this and is I'm like, if give it's you, not the
0: wood. Yeah, I know. If it ain't this, the wood,
1: boys <laughs> in the am not the mask. I'm not playing to your strengths right now with this, but uh, <laughs> I'll say this. I'll give you hints as we get going, okay? Okay, I'm going to so, be bad at this. For the listeners, let's see who can get it the fastest uh, when you're listening to it. But, <laughs> okay. Um,
0: I got it up. So is that going to be did, loud up? Okay, here we go. Here we go. I think we need to go. Oh, God. Oh, man. Okay.
1: Last night, I got loaded on a bottle of gin, on a bottle of gin. All right. Okay, now the, this is where night, the hints start coming. There is something in this room that should give gin, this away. Gin, on a on a bottle of gin it is a sports movie feel i repeat alright. it, is a, it is a sports movie it's in a I sports movie forward. a scene from a sports movie oh god alright. there's something on the wall I in this room I got is it our boy costner it is ball durham los lobos i got loaded last night so yes okay do you know the scene yes that well maybe I don't know the it's, scene. It's the rain out. You know, remember when they when they have to he's trying to get the team out of a yeah, slump, yeah, and they do the uh they get the sprinklers and they he gets because he I promise I guarantee I'll get us a rain out. So he does the sprinkler <laughs> yeah. and then they run around the bases yeah. and it kind of sparks their like camaraderie. Yes, right, right. Um so yeah, so I, I picked that, but I had another reason for picking that. Okay. So I just read Ron Shelton just wrote a book. Uh I think
0: we're good Okay. So Ron good.
1: Shelton just wrote a
0: book. Okay. Okay. Look at you. You brought of uh, you brought props. You brought I did
1: my homework. Okay. So it's called The Church of Baseball. So it's basically about the making of that movie. And this okay. is probably my favorite. This is probably my favorite all-time baseball movie. Oh wow. Yeah. So that's saying something over some- the years. Yeah. Over the years, this one has just kept climbing. Right. Um, and so like I found myself the last like handful of years, every summer I watched this like a few times. Right. And then when this came out this uh, this summer, I read it and i mean it's just awesome it's all about any major illuminating anecdote from the book that well so so ron shelton played minor league baseball so that's why partly why it's so good right um but you know it's all it's about like the script like he goes through like this is a script he had he had it forever right um and like if you into like how films are made yes that it's so it's like fun in that sense uh but there's just a ton of those little tidbits of your fans of the movie. Oh, that you, wow. you pick up. I, I, there's a couple of things I thought you'd really like though, just in terms of like where the movie industry is now oh, right. compared to where it was. So, uh, they released it in 1989. Right. Um, and he said they released it in June and this, this was the summer lineup they were competing against. Okay. Red heat with Arnold Schwarzenegger, the great outdoors with John candy. Uh, Big, Die Hard, Coming to America, Cocktail, Midnight Run, Rambo 3, Poltergeist, and Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Wow. That was the state of movies in the summer of 1989. Wow. Those are like all like home run, home run, home run. So like he kind of like he goes through like how hard it is to get a movie made. Yeah. And, you know, they go through test screenings and like the test screenings are a huge deal. I didn't understand how big of a deal they are. But the audiences in these test screens, they get they rate each scene. And they didn't necessarily test well. And if you don't test well, they either shred your film up and do something different with it, reshoot it, or they just throw it in the can. And so they they barely made it. But this scene... Bull Durham, Bull Durham barely made it? Barely made it. Okay. This scene is the meeting of the mound. It's yes. like probably the most famous yes. scene from the movie. Every studio exec wanted it cut. They wanted it cut the whole time. And so, like... Shelton's like, no, you gotta understand, like, the baseball, like, people yes. will love this. Yes. This is the, like, this is the stuff people right. love. And they wanted to cut this scene over and over. And so, stuff like that in this wow. book that was really. Well, it makes you think,
0: like, how many great scenes have we been robbed of over the years, potentially because yeah. it got cut because some test, you know, said it, no, no, that scene's gotta go.
1: Wow. Yeah. I mean, he so he was telling about his, uh, one of his favorite scenes was with Sarandon and Cosner. And yes. he says he calls it this this title in the in the or this chapter head is kill your darlings you part sometimes you have to do that things right? that yeah things that like you don't think will work like work and then the things that you're like you absolutely believed your heart will actually won't so it's like it's a really that would be hard if you yeah. feel
0: really good as a as a filmmaker about a certain scene and then everybody's like no nah, no nah. well one thing you and I were talking about like it was really when the 30 for 30 stuff started to take off the future of sports movies in general like any more that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Anymore, it seems like it's either gotta be some original made up story, then you could make it. Yeah. But often like remaking a re, remaking something it's getting harder. It's getting like miracle. Now you would just make a documentary about it. Yeah. You know? And so I don't know because did you watch Sandler? I can't remember Sandler had that NBA movie. You didn't like uh, it at all. You didn't enjoy it? No.
1: I thought Why it was like what that was called. It was uh, called hustle. Maybe hustle, that's right. I watched it and it was just kind of like, eh, it was okay. It was okay.
0: It, but, uh, Ben Affleck had a, it's called the way back. I think Ben Affleck was like a star basketball player, alcoholic came, came back to coach the high school team, like yeah. all that stuff, like kind of one of those movies. You're like I've seen this movie a million times. I did,
1: I did see that one actually. And it was okay. It, it was, wasn't yeah. bad. Nothing. I mean, I'm trying to think of the last good sports. Movie. I know it. I know it. It, it it's uh, cuz I just watched it. Uh King Richard Will Smith as yeah. Venus the really. My wife really my good. wife at, was like at times oh, yeah. trying, like
0: I watched it on a on a flight and was like That's
1: the best sports movie that's been out in a long time. It's just the problem is Will Smith <laughs> slapped slapped, he slapped
0: a mother trucker and then it was just yeah. like yeah. Yes, you're right. That that is
1: That's but, a good movie. But in some ways that, technically that's a sports movie. But that's more of like a father and daughter, and like a biography. But that's what I think is great. That's what I mean, because like you don't have to be like sports only, right? Like I think it's sports has to run through the movie, right? That's all that really matters for a great sports movie. Because like you know, Bull Durham, they talk about this like they never had the big game, right? The story was the the love triangle between Nuke Lelouch. Susan Serena yes. and, and yeah. Cosner's character, Crash Davis. Right. And so that's the story. And it ends when Nuke gets the call to go, you know, called up right. the big leagues. Right. But, you know, you never find There's out what never, happens. Yeah. You know, the season didn't matter. It was right. the love triangle that mattered. But the baseball is so authentic in the minor league feels so authentic. But you, you have to have, you're
0: doing. right. Like you could have a sports movie where like a the a sport is like a part of like the through line, but it's not necessarily the main thing of what it is. Even like,
1: would you characterize Jerry Maguire as a sports movie? If it it barely gets into sports movie, I would call it like a barely a sports movie. Maybe. It's so good
0: though. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, Well, speaking of you and I were like, everybody bashed this movie. Speaking of Costner, I kind of enjoyed draft day. I love, like, okay. I, I enjoyed I enjoy draft I, day. So I, I would it. say maybe that would be because when I was thinking like King Richard obviously was, you know, very recent.
1: You Maybe the next best one is draft day. Draft day was 2014. God, it was that long That's ago. That's how long it was. So funny you say that. Chris Lyon and me had lunch the other day and he was brought up draft day and he rewatched. He says it's, you know, we he loved it too. But he <laughs> the greatest thing he said was it was like <laughs> how, how bad they missed in some areas. Like he said, like, you remember like they were going, the one quarterback was kind of, they were like, they realizing he was kind of a, a a dud. Yeah. And they're like, but the guy they had is like, the the trainer was like, guess how much he was squatting last year. (laughs) Guess how much he squats this year. And he goes, guess how much he benches. And like the (laughs) the line are like dying over this because like, Quarterbacks, it doesn't matter it doesn't, how much saying, I've
0: never. That's never, a
1: non-football person right. being like, you know we should have to do the quarterback works out really hard this offseason and he gets really strong?" It's like, is it no that, wrong position, wrong?
0: It's amazing that enough yeah. people. You don't necessarily have to be like a hardcore football yeah. person to know. Like, wait a minute, <laughs> does that really apply to a quarterback? It's amazing that that enough enough people yeah. let that like look. Yeah, this is good. We're going with, but yeah. <laughs> the quarterback is where. Yeah, I forgot about that. I mean, that's think great. About
1: think about what Kevin Cosner did. Think how like he's the he's supposed to be the greatest GM ever. He traded away three first round picks for the guy that would have been sitting there at like fifteen. Right, <laughs> right. You know, like, it ends up being like
0: a thing where he. You think he totally? It, it's it's positioned like boy did he he, he did was it. playing chess and just crushed everybody. It's
1: like no at the last minute he he wavered from his philosophy and almost made the biggest mistake you could ever write. You know, it's like, so it's funny when you like talk that out, like how I, I bad do think,
0: it I do think though, it's a great, the the whole anecdote of why you didn't anybody go to Bo Callahan's birthday. You know, it is pretty good. Like that's a pretty, like, those are the kinds of things that you really put yourself in the position yeah. of a general manager. Or if you're like just any sort of, of person that's making a draft selection, like little things like that could be like,
1: I think those are the hardest type of things to judge, though. It's like when it's a lot of hearsay and you don't actually know somebody, but they can get in front of you and say all the right things. (laughs) Like you got to see to somebody's soul in in a meeting or two. That's really tough. I do wonder
0: how those conversations go on draft day. Where, you know, he gets the guy, he gets the guy and he's like, you know, and there's like the quick conversations hang up. Even you see it in Moneyball. Brad Pitt calls, yeah. you know, the whole, he has a whole line. When you get the answer you want, like hang up and the whole, like, I wonder how, how snarky those, co- those conversations really get.
1: Well, I mean, what was Cosner's line? And he goes, you pancake eating. <laughs> yeah. You pancake eating
0: mother. Yeah. Right.
1: It's, <laughs> I mean, it, it's great. I mean, but Cosner makes it all work. He kind of just has right. that. Um <sighs> Probably the greatest sports movie actor ever. By I mean, probably by a mile. Who else would be like? Bull Durham, Field of Dreams, Sandler. Sandler incorporates a lot of sports. I mean, Happy Gilmore, Waterboy, Waterboy. Yeah, but but Cosner did for the love of the game and Draft date. That's four. That's a lot. Really good ones. That's good. Tin Cup. Tin Cup. Cosner's the king. Let's just
0: say Cosner. He's the the king. Yeah, he is the king. Uh, that was good. I enjoyed that conversation. The Dick Bot Podcast is powered by Peerless Energy Systems. You may hear a name like Peerless and think, man, that's an interesting name. Well, let me elaborate here if you're the owner, Ed McMorrow, was watching the nineteen ninety eight Orange Bowl, Nebraska, Tennessee. And Peerless Price was a wide receiver for the Tennessee Volunteers, and he was asked about his name on the sidelines, and he said it meant quote. Without equal. So that model stuck with Ed, and when the company was launched in 1999, just a year later, he wanted to create a company that was without equal in the industry. So Peerless Energy Systems was born. Peerless is the Air authorized distributor for Nebraska and Iowa. They go to market via local distributors and make some of the best air compressors and ancillary compressed air equipment in the industry. Peerless has three core values. Reliable, dedicated, responsive, and that's exactly what you get when you get peerless energy systems on your team. They are locally owned and operated. They have certified compressed air auditors on staff. They have a large local dedicated rental department and 24-hour emergency response for service parts and rental equipment. Pretty good, right there. So, if you're in manufacturing, food processing, utilities, transportation, refineries, maybe you work in a body shop, car dealer, automotive, countertop makers. I could go on and on, but you get the point. For any air compressor needs, Peerless Energy Systems has you covered. Go to peerlessenergy.com. That's peerlessenergy.com. Speaking of uh of coaches and decision making. Real quick, let me see my phone real quick, because I want to play something. I want to read something to you. And I want to play something for you, so you can put, put the headphones on. I love, I on love when we go so, music heavy. Well, this isn't music. This is going oh. to be a Mickey quote, but, but a couple of things I want to get into first before we get into the quarterback discussion. So one thing that you and I stumbled upon at the end of our, our last pod. Oh, God, we're playing music still. This is great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I stopped it, by the way. The, the old quote over the summer, Pat Narduzzi, was on a podcast in the summer. He's the pit coach and obviously Whipple was his offensive coordinator. And Narduzzi had a quote that that I remember at the time thinking like man this seems like sour grapes. He's pissed he lost his offensive coordinator. Yada yada yada. Now that you you read that quote and then having watched Whipple call plays for 9 games and you reread this quote. And then I'm going to play a Mickey soundbite at his at Mickey's press conference and then we're going to kind of talk about it. But so Pat Narduzzi's quote in the summer about Whipple was, quote, our old offensive coordinator had no desire to run the ball. Everybody knew it. He was stubborn. Wake Forest was 118th in run defense, and we threw the ball every down. When we, when we ran it, we ran it for 10 yards, but that wasn't good enough. You now hear, you, you, that quote lands a little different now. Yeah. Because we've talked about just the, the reluctancy to, to not just stick with the run. Then Mickey Joseph at his press conference uh, in the middle of the week. Listen, listen to what he talked about with Big Ten football. So l- listen, listen to this. this is Mickey Joseph. You got to be happy with him. And so we got to say, hey, we got a three yard run. Let's let's pad it back up and go back at it again. And maybe we get another three yard run. You know, nice. 34 is manageable. We pad it up got to be happy with a three-yard run we pad it up we go back to it again
1: i mean that's something we've talked about a lot with whip we've been i mean the last four weeks nick we've been beating that to death probably and to hear mickey say that tells you that like that message now is in his head and the other coaches are thinking it too right like I, i mean we knew whip liked to throw it but man it's like when you see somebody that you can doesn't really want to run the ball when you kind of need to it, it puts you at a, at a bit of a crossroads right
0: I mean and so uh yeah it's it's you know I think we I don't know if we even talked about just being happy with three yards yeah you know he and so committing to the run it, it takes patience on a variety of levels and it'll just now be interesting Depending on who starts at quarterback, what this offensive like approach looks like, really for the rest of the season now, mm-hmm. because you read that quote, you listen to Mickey, you watch you know, Mark Whipple call plays, it does kind of feel like there there needs to be more of a desire to legitimately establish the run, and you know maybe Mickey will, will force him to, but I don't know what that really even looks like. I don't. That's I mean, what's
1: really hard because like so we were talking about this a little bit the dynamic. Mark Whipple was in a way Mickey's boss up until game four and then Mickey became the head coach and Mickey was turning Whipple loose. Whipple do your thing and it wasn't until I think these last two or three games where I mean Oklahoma was the first game that I think they realized like oh we didn't get any favors from our offense that game in terms of holding on the ball like big picture game plan. I think it's been the last three games now where it's now forcing Mickey's hand almost to, are you going to let whip do what he does and tell him, Hey man, it'd be good to run the ball. Are you going to step in and say whip, this is what I want. And you're going to do it because that that's a whole different thing. Yes. Yes. And that's hard to do, especially when the dynamic has changed like that. You know, Whipple's an older guy that's been used to being in charge of his thing. Like this is your unit. Do what you do. Um, and there's nobody else that can do it, Nick. This is Whip's offense. So it's See, hard. here's where it's hard to tell Whip what to do because it's his offense. Nobody else can run it. It's no, not like exactly. the backup coordinator right. can do it if Whip doesn't want to do it. It's like, it's Whip's show right now, kind of. Well, and the thing
0: that, uh, or it's not like the head coach, like there's some sort of scenario where like, for it, same scenario, Frost needed to take over calling plays. Like he could do that, you know? Yeah, where, yeah. Uh, but the the reason, the, one of the reasons that it this should be, it's, It's challenging because it's Whipple's offense and it's challenging because it's not what necessarily he he wants to do, but it's not only a, it's, it feels like it, because of the injury to Casey Thompson, that this should be like even more of a no brainer for him to do it. Like I get it when Casey Thompson's out there and you got Trey Palmer to continue to want to kind of take shots down the field and all those kinds of things, but like, so it's just you know not only do you probably need to do it because of the opponents and the your defense and all those sorts of things but you need to do it because of now your quarterback situation too so it just it seems but, like
1: th- Yeah I think for me it was I, I I I try really hard not to not to be overly critical of like certain play but but man I just like especially when when Thompson's out and you bring in Chubb right. like you got to you got to help the team out you got to think bigger than your little offense like you got to think about the entirety of the game and i think that's where there is a bit of a blind spot in my opinion
0: that's what i think and okay so with the quarter i want to get into a quarterback discussion here because uh it's still it's smothers and purdy seem like there's there's been kind of battling once again casey thompson the status is still uncertain uh it's hard to read. I also think you, you try to read too much into what they say. A part of the gamesmanship is to not, maybe Casey's practicing all week and they're going to try to say he, ah, I don't know about Casey. Like you want to make Michigan have to prepare to not know exactly who they're preparing for. I think
1: Mickey said in the paper, like this was, I read today's paper, which was Tuesday's practice. If he doesn't go Wednesday, I'm, yep. I'm not playing him. Right. So that means that I don't know if he practiced today, but we'll see.
0: So he, Mickey did bring up, and I wanted to ask you about this. Two things, he brought up how Mickey has talked to Logan about wanting Logan Smothers to be a better practice
1: player and yeah.
0: all those sorts of things. Two two things within that. The first one, because the second one, we're gonna I want to really ex- expand on. Don't you think there gets to a point where, like, I always do think practice has to matter for everybody, but don't you think there gets to a point where the game results have to matter as well? Like, and I hate turn on the mic and really like I, I don't I don't mean to like crush a Purdy, but I like. I think you've, you've seen a big enough sample size of him at the quarterback spot that I even think – I just can't imagine trotting Chubba back out there as a starter brings about a bunch of confidence for the team
1: either. The The biggest point is that, like confidence from him, right? Yeah. He, he has shown – other than maybe a couple scrambles he had in the first drive of last game – I mean, he every time he's come in, something bad has happened. Right. And his decision-making has been bad, and he hasn't thrown the ball good, which is, that's what they say he is. He's the better thrower. So, like, he hasn't thrown it well. So, to me, he hasn't checked any boxes. And more than that, when I hear Mickey talk about him, yeah. Chuba Chuba's got to settle down. Chuba is. We got to talk to Chuba after every he, play. Yeah, we he, got to calm him down. Calm him a, down. He he's he's erratic. He's not seeing <laughs> it. He's not, not seeing it. Like all these are, things are like. It, but it's weird. That's it's, that's what my problem is. If you say that about somebody, the rest of the team knows it. They well, know it for sure. Right. And the thing that's weird
0: is like if you're saying that about it's just weird that that you're saying that about Chuba. Yet you're willing to continually like see past all that and want to give him more chances. But for some reason, Logan doesn't fall into that category. I've always said, for some reason, for coaches, certain co- certain players fall into a folder of reasons why it can work, and other players fall into a folder of reasons it can't work. And for whatever reasons, Logan has fallen into, like, well, he can't do this, he can't do that, he can't do that, he can't do that.
1: And Chubba, they only see, like, well, he, he can maybe do this, uh, he can maybe do that. I think it's a little bit of the Joe Gans problem, uh, and I I think a lot of it's physical. Like I think yeah. physical stature for coaches – is a is a big deal and joe was kind of a smaller unimpressive human like physical yes right you by joe, you're, if you're you're listening, stay by joe and, and, you're and like, joe if you're listening i'm sorry but it's true it's no, true joe's, no, a, no, joe, joe's a buddy so he oh yeah like we love but joe, like but joe was really a good player and we like i know he probably i think he earned the job going into 2007 i think he was the better quarterback but the the coaches, Bill Callan had in his head, right? Sam Keller's the guy because he he looked the part, he talked the part, he had a presence, he, yes. he did all those things right. Um, so I think in their head it was like it was already going to be Sam Keller, and Joe outplayed him. But Joe just didn't have that. I mean, Joe would have been like six five with right. the cannon. We're not even talking. Nick Joe Joe Gans is the starting quarterback but he was six foot and he's, you know, yeah. not very, not 190 pounds, you know, quick, but not fast, but he was a crafty, good football player. Right. And it wasn't until he got his chance in a game that you're like, oh, every game Joe Gans plays, we score 50 points. Right. You know, and Sam Keller was throwing checkdowns all season. to Marlon, Luck, remember? Like, yes. He,
0: Marlon, Lucas set the single season yeah. record.
1: He dropped back and throw a check down. Like, right. He, it, it was amazing to see the difference when you got Gans in the game. Uh, just his command for the offense, his ability to make plays and think on his feet. That's that's a thing you can't find that out sometimes in practice. Well,
0: okay, I want you. I wanted to expand on that, but I'm trying to get the size. So Smothers is listed at 190, and yeah. Chubba's is listed at six two two ten. But Chuba, see, Chuba looks taller and more almost more than Smothers twenty pounds. Is probably but, 6'1",
1: 175 pounds, yes, soaking wet. You right, know, like he does not look
0: like he's. He's slender. Just, yeah. it, so, okay, you bring up that practice thing because that was the next thing that I wanted to get into, which it's weird you say that like we everybody uses this cliche and I've even been guilty of saying this like well, you know where some guys are just gamers. They don't look good in practice, but you throw them in a game and they're really good. Like, yeah. is that really true? Like I um, help me out. I want to really go that. through your brain of I can't really remember a teammate that was bad in practice like so bad that you wouldn't start them yet they were like great players
1: um i think it is i don't think you can be bad in practice i think the difference is Cause I'm try,
0: i guess i'm trying to figure yeah, out what the, what like we mean by like is there's a gamer so it's a like, quarterback, what do mean by that? what
1: you can't find out about a quarterback is they don't get hit Yes, they don't actually get hit or tackled. Like so, like if you tackled full speed every play right. in practice, you'd know who all your players are. Yeah, but what happens is when you when you play the sort of like we have to practice safe. There's just a lot of positions where guys know how to do the things right in practice, but it's different when it's like it's on man, it's loose, right. it's right. loose. So you got to do things past like. I caught it and then they tagged me off and I and I and I run the ball out 40 yards because that's what I we do in our drills. And right. It's like, no, you got to catch and hold on to it when they're coming at you yes. as a receiver. Or, you know, the quarterback, you got to feel the the pressure and step up and avoid the sack. Like that's so much different if you know they can hit you yes. versus they can't hit you. Yes. And I'm telling you, some guys are practice players. Like they're right. really good in practice, and then the game comes, and it just feels, uh, ooh. It okay, just feels so maybe a that's a better weird. way to put it.
0: I would say of the, of this situation, I think it's the opposite. I think you see, I've seen more guys that are good yes. practice players yes. that aren't good in the game. That's rather it. than the opposite. But I hear more about the opposite. Okay, I guess maybe so that's the better way. I to think put
1: what it. happens is the the better practice player uh, gets put over the gamer, basically. Yes, but the the, the gamer, I don't think is a Like they're suck, they don't suck in practice. They're good enough. They just like the things they do well, I think come out when it's like the bullets. When the bullets are flying, they're the ones that like they're more comfortable in it. Right. Because
0: some guys are really good at drills, really good at situational things, all those kinds of things. And then there are some guys that just suck at drills and they need a real game with real competition to really get them going. Like, but I'm just I've heard people have started throwing that. They're like, maybe, maybe Smothers is just a game. Some guys, man, they just need the game. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe the way you've kind of, as we've talked this out, is the better way to put it. Like, maybe it's what we're really getting at is
1: some people are better in a practice than they are. Some people but- are better when, when the stakes aren't higher. Right. And when there is a certain structure you can kind of hide behind. Right. Or when it's a like, dude, it's just different when. Like I said, when the bullets are flying, it's totally different. that's like the old days when the Marines like they'd fire yeah. live rounds because you find out if they, they know it's blanks or something. Yeah, you're a little more differently right. than if it's live rounds. Yes. it scares because well, I wonder what crap
0: out of you. I wonder with Chubba if he sits in the pocket, hangs in there more, you know, just using Mickey's eyes like he's not seeing it. Well, one way you don't see it is if all of a sudden you're like, holy shit, I'm going to get
1: hit. We're in practice. You're standing there. You, you, go through your progression. You know why? going to get hit. I'm wearing a green jersey. And and the starter's already out. If anybody touches Chuba, you're
0: getting fucking reamed, yeah. you know? So because if you notice, a lot of his pass, he just bails. Yeah. You know? And he rarely he steps up
1: and hangs there. Yeah. I mean, Casey's done a pretty good job of stepping up, hanging. Yes um Zach Taylor was like the best at that Zach that was in the day when you could tee off on quarterbacks and Zach would step into throws and get and get a shot to the chin (laughs) yeah and that's but that's that was the old that was the old uh you know kind of I don't know what it, like it was like the the badge of honor we'll call it for quarterbacks from the 70s, 80s and 90s was like will you step up in the pocket get make the throw, knowing you're going to get lit up and still deliver through the ball right. and take the shot that was like if you, the big time big nut quarterbacks that's what they do. Yeah.
0: So I'm just trying to figure out like because I've heard a lot of people throw out that throw this out there cuz people are trying to trying to get inside of what the heck is going on at practice between Logan Smothers and Chubba Purdy And I'm trying to I wanted to have this conversation to try to at least based on our experiences in athletics of what that could mean. And so I just think I think we've explained. I think the biggest thing people understand is like, I really don't think it's a product of low. I've never seen a guy just be terrible in practice or like I I can remember certain guys who loafed it a bit in practice. You know, like there there definitely are guys that. It's hard for them to get rolling, yeah, unless it's all of a sudden the lights are on.
1: But usually, those guys you like, you kind of know what they are too. You're that's like, what I'm like, saying. Mm, like, you know, you. I I think in this in football, it's more. I think probably skill position people you get a little bit more feel for that. Like you get a feel for like if it's a quarterback, even running back a little bit because it's like you're not you know right. you got to break tackles you got to yes. make some like, i don't I know how you could know it's more skill position i think the line it's like dude it's either you're you're, you're you either doing got a got it or you don't. yeah i think the lines the linebackers to say that stuff you kind of know i think it's probably more quarterbacks running backs receivers yeah the gamer stuff comes out a little bit more i'm
0: just curious i, I i'd love to know because they have it, it's i will say mickey if anything is is like there are times he'll give you nothing and give you like the cliche no answer, and there's times he'll give you quite a bit.
1: I he's think he's been giving too much right now. He's I like, think
0: he's actually been pr- almost too like some of the stuff he's talked about with Smothers and with Chuba. I'm like,
1: ooh, ooh. Let's, well, don't tell don't tell anybody where Casey's at. Like, don't be like, right. yeah, Casey. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play him if he's on practice tomorrow. Like, I wouldn't say that. No. I'd say. There's a good chance he's gonna like I'd say I, I would I, I would a day day
0: yeah I would just be like uh, I mean or we don't listen, talk about injuries we don't either. talk about injuries we'll see you know he's or just you <laughs> could, you can just say he, he's going through the week of uh, of preparation and we'll yeah. see what happens on Saturday next question
1: yeah because you, you want to like put you want Harbaugh out. to go yeah. who am I who am I playing
0: against? okay I mean because honestly if you're Harbaugh and it's Casey Thompson you got a whole different set
1: of issues to, to game plans and make him do the work right make him but, do the but work. even
0: even I felt like Mickey's been like really honest with the stuff he's the pseudo kind of negative stuff he said about he's been in all reality he's been pretty negative about Chubba and Logan you know, the stuff yeah. he's, we talked about, like, I got to tell Logan to call or Chuba to calm down after every play. You got to talk to him. You got to all like, Smothers and then, isn't really a and then Smothers, Smothers <laughs> isn't a thrower. <gasps> Smothers has got to practice better. I've talked about him, but Like
1: some of the stuff is like, geez, like, yeah, I think I, it must be in practice. Purdy is head and shoulders, a better thrower. But I think just with Smothers has a better feel for, just running the ball, kind of being crafty right now. And I think the hard part is like in a game where you can't just line up and throw how you want to throw because we can't pass block well right. enough and they're going to light us up and our quarterbacks aren't comfortable enough. So it's like, it's almost, I think it just becomes Smothers is a safer option. Almost. That's what I
0: think. I, it's just based on what we've seen. I don't know how. Really, both guys got about the same amount of sample size. As you, if you want to take Smothers Iowa start last year, got about the same amount of uh, and it's Smothers has been good. I, I don't know how again without seeing practice, but even not having to see practice, based on the five quarters of of starting quarterbacking I've seen, I don't know how it you could you could choose Chuba over over Smothers uh, at this point. But
1: I, I think it it comes back to its whip sky and its whip's offense and whip once. Yes, he, he wants, wants to, to do what he wants to do. And I think a lot of those are those kind of those deep outs. And the like Chuba can throw the ball on a, like in a way that I think Smothers struggles a little bit, like maybe on those deep outs and right. things like that. I think Smothers can throw, he can throw down the seam. He can throw some basic things, but I think if you're asked to make hard throws, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a bit of a challenge for him. So I guess. that's probably where whips coming from. Um, and, but it is like I said, this is chubb is probably better from whips offense it's his right. guy handpicked but but you you know you know. brought up too
0: like the dudes the dudes that kind of like there are some guys that just don't work hard in practice but you know like i know on saturday that dude no. will be ready to rock like you know you wish I, they would you wish hard, they would but, but you know like you if you need him you need him. you you know like when shit gets real he's he's gonna he'll be he's gonna be yeah. in the fight you know but and so it's just it's I've heard a lot of people throwing out these these cliches and stuff with practice, and I wanted to have a conversation about that because I'm like, I don't really know what that even even means. Yeah. Uh, okay get out our ballots because we're going to talk about coaches here in a second. Before we do that, i got to say about Go Currency. Does your business need easy, competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction equipment, farm machinery, trucks, and trailers. In fact, customers can get loans for up to $500,000 with little or no money down and terms for up to 72 months. Currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying a new or used motorhome, fifth wheel, or utility vehicle. Just fill out an application and the Currency Finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. It's quick secure and free to use. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offer May vary uh, arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant. CFL license 60-DBO-54873. All right, ballots are out. I was thinking about it as you know, you go through it, you're filling out your ballot voting and I kind of uh, yeah, this is how much I think about sports. I'm like, well, this is good. What if they were all like Husker coaches? Like, yeah. would they get your vote or not? And I wanted to reset things because remember right when the right when the firing happened, we had a long pod where we went through like 20 candidates. Yeah. Well, as two months have surpassed have, have elapsed now, it's it seems like there's been the candidates have gotten whittled down. So I, I wrote down nine candidates and I wrote space for a write A write in. Okay. Just. We're going to go through these nine candidates, and right now they're on the ballot. Would you vote yes for them to be <sighs> the hard. Nebraska? It's kind of hard.
1: It's hard. Okay.
0: First on the ballot, Lance Leipold, just to reset. Assistant coach, Nebraska, 2000 to 2003. He won six Division three national titles at Wisconsin Whitewater. He had six years at Buffalo. He was uh, winning seasons in the last four, including a 10-win season in 2018. He has Kansas at six and three. This season, they are going to go to a bowl game. Kansas has been a train wreck. He's just in year two in Lawrence, Kansas. Lance Leipold is
1: on your ballot. Okay. L- l- I need some clarity. Here, okay. Leipold. I need some clarity. When on you put somebody it? on a ballot, yeah. Do I get how many votes do I get? The way I'm kind of approaching this is
0: it's not like if a,
1: a vote. It's an initiative on the ballot, like the yeah, Lance yeah. Leipold initiative. Yes, yes or no. I would vote.
0: Yeah, it's not to say this isn't to say that because you voted for Lance Leipold, you can now vote cannot for. vote for Dave or, Aranda.
1: Or I'm not putting somebody over Mickey Joseph. Yes. right. this is just like this, just like he's on your, the ballot. Okay. Would
0: you go no or yes? OK, Lance Leipold, he's on the Bo Rood ballot to be the next head coach in Nebraska football you want me to fire first. Go first. I would vote yes.
1: My, I would vote yes. My gut was saying yes because I know Lance and I, I think he he uh, is a good guy and is a really good football coach. I guess like it's this is hard because it's like when you if you vote yes for everybody, you know, <laughs> so I'm like so. Well, no, I, vote, I mean that's where it's going to be interesting. Like I, I, you have I, to really think about yeah. like okay, like because I think you know put yourself in a position like what yeah. do these like how many guys are in the like you know it's like. Well, there's 10 guys that would be coat. Like, does that mean we're not being critical enough? Uh, but it, let's, let's just keep going. I'll, I'm I maybe. Well, maybe as we of, go,
0: you'll, you'll yeah. start to filter these things out. Okay. But yeah, I but would I'd vote yes. yes. I mean, obviously we know about like, I wish there was a little bit more of a sample size for him at this level. It's only been two years at Kansas. Uh, I think the jury's out a little bit on him as a recruiter, potentially. Yeah. But again, like, I think maybe what Nebraska needs is a grinder and a builder. And I think he's one of those guys. Yeah. I think that's fair okay next on the ballot matt campbell
1: i think he's had a tough couple of weeks but you'd asked us before the season or i mean at the beginning of the season once frost was fired i think you know i i've talked to people that don't live in 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 nebraska and they're like they all said you'd be lucky to get matt campbell this was a race right. ago right and i'd probably say i'd still probably say yeah To him, are you a no? For some
0: reason, I I am going against. I'm hypocritical in that. Like, I think we've one of one of the things I've talked about a ton is not overreacting to the good or to the bad in the moment. Like, if you think a guy's good enough just because he lost, for in Matt Campbell's case, a couple of close games, you don't want to write him off. But there gets there gets to a point. There he's four and five this year. It's like, man, if he if he's sitting there and he just won four games or he just won five games. Not that you're trying to win the press conference. I just wonder what kind of shot in the arm does that give. I See, want to hire that just yeah. like, it's like,
1: woo See, that's where, this is where this gets it's really tough because I'm trying not to do that, but the guy you hire, it's hard to hire somebody that's coming off a losing season. I mean, it's just you hard. You almost can't. It's, so, I know. So I, this is where I'm to- I'm torn on him because I'm trying not to be caught up in the moment. Me neither. But, Man, it's like, I just sort
0: of my gut. Now, I mean again, I mean, maybe I talk to me tomorrow I might change my vote. But again, 5 years. let me reset for him. 5 years at Toledo, he won 9 games three different times. He's in year 7 at Iowa State. He's gone to a bowl 5 straight years. He finished in the top 10 in 2020, but 4 and 5 this year. I do love that his expertise is in the offensive line. That's where he spent most of his coaching time, which would be something that would be good for Nebraska. Oh, I think that be a big help. Uh, but I don't know. Like that's where it's it's hard because if you are making deci- if you're Trev, you can't make decisions on what's going to make boosters or fans happy. Yeah. But at the same time there has to be excitement around the hire. I just wonder like Matt Campbell gets announced if they win 5 games this year, what's that
1: reaction like? That's tough. I think he I think he's got some credibility in the Midwest, but it is He was hot two years ago, and he's not hot right now. Yes. That's always a rough moment to make your hire, I think. So I'm going
0: to go vote no. You're voting yes. I'll vote yes. Dave Aranda, 6-3 and this season. Wisconsin defensive coordinator for two from 2013 to 2015, LSU defensive coordinator 2016-2019. Yeah. I mean, I, it, to me, it is a resounding he's yes. He's
1: been your favorite, and you kind of rubbed off on me, so I'm going to give a
0: yes to like, him. I would, I, he's the type of guy that I would maybe... I don't even know where you'd go about doing this. Like I would get a sign <laughs> and put it in my yard, like a, a rando for head coach.
1: And you're not a sign guy. And I'm so not a sign good,
0: yeah. guy, but... I would maybe do it. I mean, I like, I like, and the other thing I, I like that he has a relationship with Mickey Joseph, that they have history. I think, I think the best chance of keeping Mickey on is Dave Aranda.
1: That's very, that's very true. So
0: we're both voting yes. Yes. Okay. Chris Kleiman, Kansas State.
1: I think he might be the best coach out there right now. I mean, he's winning big time at K State. He's getting no, now
0: maybe it's just because, again, his first answer to the question was like i ain't going anywhere gene taylor this athletic director is my guy he's my guy at north dakota state so maybe that's just been like well you know what you're not going to go you're not even maybe you're not even going to bother but but he's got he's year four he's has two eight win seasons he's he's really kind of dominated oklahoma
1: that's the part i'm just like Dang, they kicked our
0: butt. Dominated Okie State. He's produced three NFL quarterbacks at North Dakota State. I think he would be a good fit geographically. I think he's got an eye for talent and development. North Dakota State fits what I think Nebraska would like that model, and he's yeah. done it at Kansas State. He, he, that guy is like, he's been on the can page like, yes, we can run the ball, yeah. and we will <laughs> run the ball. Like, I mean, there's been a lot of stuff going on. I'm like, yeah. Uh, there's been so a lot weird. of that with Chris Kleiman. <laughs> a lot of rallies with Chris Kleiman <laughs> that have been fantastic. Otherwise, Barack Obama. A lot of people. View third and three as a passing down. <laughs> I mean, what do you do? I say on third and short, get under the gosh darn center and run football. Yay. But <laughs> as your head coach on third and short, or heck, even at the goal line, I'm not gonna give him the shotgun.
1: Yay! Yay! <laughs> That's how you'd <laughs> politic into Nebraska I mean, Nick, you're selling me right now. That's pretty good. Who here remembers the
0: fullback position? Woo! If I'm your head coach, you better get used to seeing a whole lot of fullbacks out there. Chris <laughs> <laughs> Chris Kleiman. Vote. I'm Chris Kleiman, and I approve this message. So, yeah, I, I mean,
1: I would vote yes. I vote yes on Chris Blythe. Po- you I mean- <laughs> just sold pretty hard. You sold pretty yeah. hard on Chris <laughs> What's
0: sad is he's actually like he's out of the gun and does stuff. But I mean, it's just, it's funny to like,
1: that's so you know good. how
0: to pander to oh, yeah. the Husker fans, you know?
1: Kind
0: of great. Oh, that's ridiculous. Okay, we're voting yes. The Nick Bob podcast is powered by Runza. You know, there are a lot of ways to, to greet someone. Hey, hi, hello, what's up? Another way is what's popping? Well, here's the thing. That greeting has taken on a new meaning now because the answer to what's popping is now Runza's new popcorn chicken. That's what's popping. Runza's new popcorn chicken is amazing. Little bite-sized, delicious, all-white meat chicken that make any Day better immediately i love them my wife loves them my kids cannot get enough two-year-old mac six-year-old mava are constantly wanting to get it popping great for a snack great for a meal pair them with the best crinkle fries on planet earth and you are set all i gotta say is you need to get out to a runs location nearest you And get it poppin'. What's so hard to understand about that? Get it poppin' with Runza's all-new popcorn chicken. Runza makes it all better. Do you want to save Mickey for last? Yes. Okay, moving on. on. This one's hard, too. Matt Rule. Let me reset where Matt Rule's at. Hey, Russillo. (laughs) Lavercillo, hey, here's where Matt rule is. Okay. He's just been fired five games into his third year at Carolina. At Temple, here's his record. 2-10, 6-6, 10-4, 10-3. At Baylor, took over a tough situation. 1-11, 7-6, 11-3. But I saw a note today, and I fact-checked it. During Matt Rule's tenure at Baylor, they never beat a ranked team. How you because you go, how do you win 11 games and you never beat a ranked team? I checked it, it's true. Never beat a ranked team.
1: Matt Rule is Matt Rule has the negative. Yeah, closing. Matt, Matt Rule never beat a ranked team at the He Taylor. hates dogs, too. Fired by the Carolina Panthers. What did he do behind the scenes? Nobody knows. Matt Rule knows. <laughs> I'm Chris Kleiman. I prove this message. <laughs> yeah, Chris Kleiman. <laughs> for me. Chris Kleiman, Nebraska. Nebraska's Nesca's coach. Chris Kleiman. <laughs> uh, oh,
0: Matt so- Rule thinks third and one is a shotgun passing down. Okay.
1: But Nebraska fans, I heard you like to run the ball. Well, Matt Rule loves to throw it 100 times a day. <laughs>
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> For some reason, now I copped out right this. I have undecided, which that's can't, I mean, that's a lame way to do this. Why do I want to
1: vote no? Here, I want someone to sell me on Matt here's Rule. Why. Here, here's the difference. Because uh, Matt Campbell, it's different. Like Matt Campbell's not getting fired by Iowa State. He's lost a couple of tough games. Matt Rule just got fired by the Carolina Panthers quickly. Like they saw something in him and said, This is not working with this guy. Now that doesn't mean he's not a good coach No, and he wouldn't be a good coach here. I'm just torn uh, by the fact that he was so quickly ousted at Carolina. Well, I'm always, that always makes me a little nervous about like, that doesn't mean like Nick Saban. It didn't work at, at right. At, I'm not worried at all. Like right. urban Meyer. I'm not, urban know, Meyer like, didn't work in the pro. So some guys aren't pro guys. Right. And what I don't know about rules is he, is he just a great college coach and wasn't the right fit. Or is there something that this is kind of off on him that like the pros expose things faster? If they don't, if you don't connect with the players, they just say, get them out. Well, okay. I agree.
0: The, the other thing for me is when you get inside the numbers here of, his, of Baylor, like, okay, he took over a disaster because of, of all the, the, the way things fell apart. Yeah, for uh, for our Bryles. But like Art Bryles here, are the last handful of years, Art Bryles starting in 2011,
1: they won that.
0: 10 and 3, 8 and 5, 11 and 2, 11 and 2, 10 and 3. Then he gets then all hell breaks loose. So they had won three eleven 11 wins, ten eleven 11 wins, 10 wins. He gets fired. Jim Grobe is the interim. He goes seven and six yes. disaster. Yes. And then, you know, then rule takes over. And yeah, it was a train wreck in year one. You're two, so one win, you know, it's the whole one one and eleven to eleven and three in three years. It's like I don't. Know, I guess what I'm saying is like
1: it's su- this is going to be such a different rebuild. So that that's my problem. I think with rules like what you're saying is like he's been a winner, but he's never had to deal with something like this. Like people say, turn the Baylor. Like Baylor was winning, had an incident, and then basically kept winning. It's di- it's different. And I would say there's a. Di- the, There's rocky, there's turbulence to work through
0: when it is kind of uh, like the football part of it, turbulence, which is what this Nebraska thing would be. And then there's like, there was just a whole bunch of bad things going on surrounding the program kind of turbulence. Those are two different kinds of turbulence to kind of navigate through. And what's hard, here's what's hard, is what I don't want to have happen is because you and I are supporters, we chug the Kool-Aid what I don't want to have happen is for us to sit here on November 9th and we're voting no for Matt rule. And then Matt rules hired.
1: He, and he might be the most likely candidate from I, what I've heard. It seemed seemingly like he is like, yes, up
0: there. And, and I would think he would be viewed by most people as the like home run. Yeah. And for, there's just something that my, my, I'm dragging my feet a little bit on him.
1: I always struggle too, with people that I'm not as familiar with. Yes, like I really didn't watch his teams at Baylor. didn't watch them at all the pro. So like, it's not a fair judgment. I'm sort of just going off of like, I don't know him. And I'm, and I just, it's like a right. gut. It's like a gut reaction that I don't from not knowing him. I agree. And it's, it's not fair. Like I've got to see more Matt Campbell, right? I've kind of been like, more aware of what Kleiman's doing, you know, at North Dakota State. And yes. Like, I'm just more aware of that. I, I mean, I know Liapol. I've met Liapol. Yes. You know those guys. I don't know him, and I didn't really follow him at all at Baylor. So it's like it's, it's probably not a fair judgment. Yeah. But, like, that's almost where I don't want to say no to him yet because I think he's a very possible candidate.
0: I do, too. So I want to be undecided, but – I mean, you could be an undecided voter, I guess, but I guess we're at the ballot. You can't be like, can I come back tomorrow? And I would and like to abstain. I want to recess in this court, and I'll be back tomorrow to vote on Matt Rule. I'm going <laughs> to. Can I leave this piece of paper here and come back tomorrow to vote?
1: I want to recount. <laughs> I want to <a> recount.
0: <laughs> okay, so uh, let's just move on from Matt Rule. Yeah. I don't even know what we voted for. All right, next guy. Jeff Munkin. Let me let me give you Rasillo. Monkey here's man. <laughs> the monkey man. Special teams coach, running backs coach at Navy from 2002 to 2007. He was the special teams coach and running backs coach at Georgia Tech for one year. Oh, by the way, Georgia Tech went 11-3 and three and finished in the top 15 in the country that year. He then was the Georgia Southern head coach for four years. Here is win totals in those four years. 10 wins, 11 wins, 10 wins, 7 wins. He's now been at Army for nine years. He's, has, he's had eight or more wins five different times, including a 10-win and an 11-win season. He's only 3-5 and five this year. It's the only thing where, you know, the whole, like, well, how is it Matt Campbell gets ruled out? But Army's just more off the grid with st- that type of stuff.
1: Nick, they got guys that are going through basic training and then right. having to like, like shave your head <laughs> yeah, it's like they're going to the mess hall and and you know eating their three squares it's like it's just a different world. It's, it's a like, different world for it's... them to win games is so impressive on any level that's what i with think. the other expectations they have on them. little
0: it's, little, little nuggets mitch sherman was on a sportsman iconic like and mitch sherman discussed munkin i didn't realize this but apparently trev albert's son went to west point And Trev Albert's son helped out with the football program and kind of worked for Coach Munkin. Trev paid close attention to the Army football program when he was that AD at UNO because, you know, UNO doesn't have football. So, you know, and he's got a football team to kind of, you you, want to have like a reason to follow a team. So because of his son's connection to Munkin, he followed him and I think he was impressed with the structure and organization and the way Munkin ran the program. So now you hear that,
1: and you're like, "You know." So Nick, let's let's uh, let's rewind this. We did our last recap pod, and we turned, we finished it. We were playing "Welcome to the Jungle." We were yes, banging our heads, turning yeah. off. and you and me and you talked about for 20 minutes. Jeff Munkin and. What the modern day option would look like at Nebraska? If right. we went all in. If we pushed all our chips in. And said we're doing it. We know what yeah. one thing that works here in this state, in this culture, with to these fans, it's selling out option football in the black shirts defense. And this is the one guy that you would like. We're just he could do it. And you know, at first we kind of scoffed at it, and then we started talking about it. And the more we talked about it, we were like, God, like. I know that sounds a little bit outrageous, like really running the old option again. Like, isn't that just dead? Isn't it dead? Isn't it hard to recruit? And and you said something, you go, you still could get the best option quarterback in the country. You could always get the best option quarterback, the best, not the best, but a really good running back. Yes. And then it's like the linemen you recruit are a little different. Um, It's harder to recruit receivers. Remember that? It's like, it's hard to get those guys, but then it's just like, it's defense, but then the game—it's just—it's a manageable style to play if you want to play Smash Mouth football.
0: It is. I, I. It's hard, right? It's hard. It's hard, and I think the other thing that you you read about is Munken's been up for a handful of Power Five jobs over the last handful of years, and I think a lot of athletic directors have a hard time really pulling the trigger on the option.
1: You know, like it's not. <laughs> it's not sexy and it's not sexy for recruiting because the like the players that are going to run that are not necessarily pro players that option quarterback to Tommy Frazier's they don't really have a spot in pros right, right? the linemen they're not pass setting yeah. west coast offense right. blocking like these guys so there's a lot of this like get the guy to the next level it's sexy it's it's good for recruiting to run the West coast or, you know, pro style pro or whatever, style yeah. or whatever, you know, whatever the new thing is the spread. Right. Yeah. But I just think it's worth the look at, Oh, I can think it's, we win. Can we win doing that in college, regardless of the optics of the rest of the world?
0: Well, And, and I wonder, the other thing too, is like, it's maybe not set in stone that would Munkin come here and, and, absolutely run the option maybe could not he, necessarily like he could may, maybe what trev likes about him is like man this guy knows like the structure the organization the discipline the development the all that stuff is all great. the army stuff all yeah. the army stuff that stuff is awesome you come in you plug that in in Lincoln and you maybe you don't run the option but you run some like I don't know maybe Munkin's like you know like listen man there's two things I love three things I love <laughs> in this world my wife <laughs> My golden retriever and option. <laughs> and ain't none of those strings going to change, man. <laughs> yeah. Not
1: one, not nary God, one of them. God, country, <laughs> option. Three things. God, country, option. <laughs> Jeff Munkin. For Nebraska coaching job, I endorse this message. <laughs> God, country. <laughs> That's right. don't You want know. to get the job? That's how you get the job in Nebraska. <laughs> That's why I
0: don't know. I don't know if he's, if his campaign slogan is God country option or if it's like, you know, hey, organizi- organization, good structure. We'll do we'll it, figure it out. Ends. We'll yeah. figure it out. I don't know. I'm intrigued by it because like you said, I do think you've got to be different in Nebraska. I, I, think, I think in Nebraska, you've got to be different. This would be different. It would give you while it's a recruiting disadvantage in some ways, it does give you a recruiting advantage where, like we've said, like think about it. You could truthfully go out there and get the best option quarterback, the best. You're never going to get the best pro style quarterback or spread quarterback. You're never yeah. going to get that guy.
1: Well, and the thing that we, so what we had in Nebraska was a feeder system in the state too. In the high, right. high school, everybody ran. Option.
0: Crouch, Crouch ran the option. Like he came out of the womb and they put him in diapers and he was just like,
1: I'll give Millard North this. They had all those Millard North, you know that pipeline. They all ran the option from like all we ran the. Think about it. We ran some option, yeah. Midget football. You and I ran the option. Yeah, it was just of course you ran the option. Yeah, it's like well, yeah. What
0: what what do you mean?
1: We had a bunch of other runs, but it's like, but yeah, you had the option too. Like you always had the option, Um, and that was a big part of Nebraska high school. Um, And then when we went to the West Coast and spread, like you watched everybody in high school morph away from the option and And all of a
0: sudden you go to like a hickman york football game and it's like they're airing it out a bunch
1: and it's like oh i mean like i i saw like east i watched one of east games earlier this year and i think they threw every down a high school game they threw it every down it's nuts i
0: i was looking at even uh Baylor Shireman Creighton's uh, the South Dakota state transfer. That's a stud for Creighton this year. Mm-hmm. I wish I had the, he, Anyway, he was a great quarterback at, uh, at Aurora. Yeah. And they aired it out. He threw 59. He threw for like through 40 touchdowns and like 5,000 yards. And I, I, my, my, when I read that I was an all state quarterback, I threw for w- like 1200 yards <laughs> and 15 touchdowns. That seemed like a lot
1: though. The time.
0: Yeah. I remember Miz was like, we're airing it out this year. I was like,
1: yeah. It was perfect, though. Iowa came and offered you. They're like, like, this guy. For instance, like, here's what I'm thinking. (laughs) We're not going to throw out much. Just don't fumble. Let the defense win the game. You would have been that. Can we be I would have been You would have been
0: so good. I was the perfect Iowa quarterback because
1: you would have been a friends guy you would have just been like I am going to do exactly what you want me
0: to I do. am going to be accurate I'm not going to turn it over I will if I have to I'll, maybe you got to make one or two big throws a game I'll make them yeah third and seven Play like, action throw I'm yeah boot, I'm hitting the tight end moving the chains but if for, this,
1: for those who don't know this is a <laughs> swear to god true story Nick Baugh all-state quarterback yes Forens in Iowa Basically, tell our coach that if Nick wants to play, like he's got. It's, they said it's if he good, comes,
0: They said if Nick wants to play football, if he comes to our football camp, we'll offer him a scholarship, and we won't recruit. And another And we won't quarterback.
1: recruit another quarterback.
0: Yeah. I miss. I vividly remember Coach Mazursky telling me that, and I was just like, and you didn't consider it. I was like, no, nah.
1: no, you. It wasn't even like, man, this is a hard decision. <laughs> it was like you didn't even consider no. that, which now you think it's like, like, whoa, that's a huge deal. One of fifty like schools in the country that the whole country is of quarterbacks is trying to get to. Yeah. you're like, oh, no, no, I'm a basketball player. Like well,
0: you wouldn't consider yourself Well, a football it, was two, it was twofold. It was like, I only viewed myself as a basketball player. and I was like, i I'm not going to go play for play football. the The idea of putting on another football helmet Nick, that didn't have an in on it was just like
1: in two and especially in two thousand and two, like Iowa, started getting respectable like 2005 and six, when it was like Chad Greenway and yeah. Abdul Hodge were there. Um, but even, I mean, I remember in like the early, late nineties, early two thousands, we kind of were just like, Iowa was, was like, nah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, and so, but, but no, I would have been the, I would have been the perfect
1: the funniest part, though, is you didn't, didn't even, even consider, not a consider second. that even an option.
0: I'm not even sure if I went home and like my dad was like, I don't even I mean, I'm sure I relayed it to him. But like, it, I don't even know if it was that made the dinner conversation.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure,
0: Think you know, when that. your parents like what anything happened to anything interesting? I was I might have been like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I Iowa offered me a
1: scholarship in football, but not, nothing, nothing, nothing really. That's how little that was in your brain. Was like, <laughs> I you didn't you like, care no. about it. Uh, but see, the difference if that happened to me where he was like. Like you got offered in a break. Like, uh, what's, <laughs> yeah, what's the equivalent, like basketball school? Like they, I've been like, I can't believe I got a basketball scholarship. Right, I'd I be, know. Oh.
0: But then you were the, the, the and it makes sense where Frank Solich offers you a scholarship at the Nebraska football camp. You take it on the spot. And yeah. Frank tried to be like, well, should you, you want to go home and no. think about it? You're like, no, 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 I don't. I would like to take that scholarship offer.
1: I will take it. That's and great. You can't take it back. And you no, can, again. you can
0: take it back. Right. That's, That's how I thought
1: uh, this is binding. I literally thought it was like, I oh, got him. Like I, got, I can't believe they <laughs> can't believe they did that. Pull
0: a fast one on. Yeah. At dinner you were like, I pulled a fast <laughs> one on did, Frank today. You won't
1: believe this. I got it. <laughs> I can't believe they did it.
0: So we're talking right, I trick him and offer me a scholarship. Take it. <laughs> oh,
1: he
0: didn't think great. I'd take it. I took it. Okay, I don't know how we got under of that with Jeff Munkin, but I would vote yes. I mean, am I embarrassed that I like at this point I'm like, I'm so intrigued by it. I Well, here, okay. I know what I wanted to say. I know what I wanted to say. Here's the problem with this, but I don't, it seems absurd to even be thinking like this. I do feel like selling out, like if, let's say Munkin is God country option.
1: God country (laughs) option. Jeff Munkin (laughs) for Nebraska football.
0: Uh, Let's say Jeff Munkin is God country option. I, I really think (laughs) that's really funny, but I really think that you're probably conceding that you're never winning a national championship. Can you now? But my question is: That even like, are we
1: even thinking like that? Anymore? Okay, but here, here's where like, like can, can you go? Here's witness, what I here here's look at the, you what's living so in intriguing. Here's what's so intriguing. There's a part of me that just thinks we're kind of been we've been trying to play the other people's game for a long time. Oh now. yeah, and I don't know that like that being so contrarian about this isn't our best chance to make a splash. Like, I just feel like trying to play the recruiting game and yeah, the, like, I just feel like you're just never going to be land, Ohio state. We're if you're landlocked be- Nebraska, small population talent pool, not huge in a world that has with TV rights and things that like, The attention's been spread out more socially like we still have a lot of good things going for us being Nebraska, but not like we did 20, 30 years ago, where it was like we had the we were the the name brand. Like now we're one of many name brands with a lot of constraints. Some things are benefits, but God, I just think I don't know if I want that. I'm just very like it's very intriguing. Oh, it's intriguing. Like the more I talk about, the more intrigued I
0: am. I know. And and what's hard is I think a lot of people would view, oh, you want Jeff Munkin? No oh, yeah. Living in the past, huh? What are you going to Blockbuster Video tonight? Hey, this guy wants Jeff Munkin and run the option. I to go to would go to
1: Blockbuster. First, First of, of all, I'd love one. to go to Blockbuster. Video I would tonight. love it. <laughs>
0: <No>. <laughs> and I gotta tell you, I love the option. I, if I, I,
1: I love the option. <laughs> I, I like Blockbuster. I go to libraries, and the option is great football to watch. <laughs> i agree but but i guess what i'm
0: saying is a lot of people like look at nebraska always trying to go back in time it's like i actually think this would be like like you were saying this is actually a it's 20 years away when everybody is zigging.
1: you know like it's 20 years it's not going back in the (sighs) sense of like we're living in the past it's to me it's like (sighs) is it an opportunity especially like if you can it's all about the lines so like if you can if you try to do that with a beastly big offensive line, like a big vicious offensive line versus like what army's trying to do is like, they're trying to do it with like cadets that are like, these yeah. dudes are two sixty and they're scrappy. Yeah, and, but they're not, they're not like what we had in the pipe, but just think about if you put, I think that's the intriguing thing that maybe
0: trips think about. It's like, man, what if you, what if you just took every, the infrastructure and the development and the whole program and just put it in Lincoln and gave, what you're saying, bigger, faster, stronger bigger, faster, stronger.
1: That's what we did, Nick. That's what we did, and it was very successful. It was like, you're
0: telling me you don't thoroughly enjoy. Here comes the, here comes the quarterback down the line. They, someone, someone doesn't take the quarterback. He darts up.
1: He gets eight yards, and then you hit the dive that one time. And it, ah. Let me just tell you something, Nick. We played Nickel <laughs> State in 2006. And that week of practice was the worst.
0: Did they, run the, they ran the option? They ran
1: the true option. <laughs> true, like, wishbone, like, the, the wingbone <sighs> option. And, like, I'm just like, you know, we it's beat them, and we, we beat them pretty good. But, like, man, like, you get used to playing spread. Right. You, you get used to playing pro style. And then somebody it's comes out and does world. that, and it's like a bloodbath. And they're just <laughs> – you're not used to it. So, like, it's such an advantage – to play somebody that is so not used to playing against that style, and so that's where like my intrigue, my intrigued thought on this is like with the pipeline. With we can nil pay these dudes to come here, you know, new facilities, you know, rebuild that high school sort of pipeline to get us some some more, right. Some more walk on, some more dudes that we just kind of get freebies on, right? Um,
0: Mandate at, at the. At the government level, that all high school all high school football programs have to run the option.
1: You know who's our new governor? <laughs> it's Jim Pillen. Jim Pillen. Jim Pillen <laughs> will put it on the ballot. He's a former Husker. Oh, oh yeah, right. He recovered the fumble yeah. in the '79 game, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, he'll put it uh, on the ballot.
0: Yeah, imagine that. Mandating all
1: like you get, you get, you go into sixth grade. They hand you a football and, and you a playbook that says to, option
0: on uh, it. You have to run it, but uh, so
1: okay. We
0: went really long on on Munkin. Yeah, well, real briefly. We're we'll we'll way up. too excited about Munken. Uh, we need. to I think he's just like the new shiny. Tw- he's sh- Munken. We've been in class for a semester, and all of a sudden, there's a new girl in class, and we're like, check it out, check out Munkin.
1: Monkin Well, I don't know. I don't even know if it's the new girl. I think it's <laughs> it's like it's like. Well, I don't even know what to say but well, it's, like, it's going it's, to Munkin's like going to a new school. It's like that's like you're going to the option you know option high, you know? You're going to option high versus oh
0: man, I'm, pro- we're we're way too. You people think we're drunk on Munkin Kool-Aid here. It's just well,
1: Munkin the is the most intriguing like after you told me he's a legit candidate last week. I mean, that's
0: what like, it was it reported. Kind of
1: stuck in my brain. Me too. I can't get And it's not it's not the like wild all good it's like thinking through being contrarian in this moment in time. That is what's intriguing. It's like, gosh, do, do we get an edge from it? Does that give us an edge or does it – I mean, I guess like what, what could be worse, win, losing three games a year? Like, we're already – I mean, winning three – that's what we do this year. <laughs> yeah, right. We've been winning three to five games for six years. Like, let's try something different.
0: I know? bet the rest of the – I do wonder if the rest of the conference would be like, in Nebraska or Jeff's Monk
1: and everybody just be like, oh, God. They'd hate us, but we'd be such a pain in the butt to play. Uh, okay, so ground control, run the clock, Nick. Uh, Breaking tackles,
0: just salute after every after every first down. Should, all ninety thousand salute.
1: salute. Oh man, oh Jeff Munkin, I like you. Okay, okay, we better breathe through. This. Yeah,
0: okay. Uh, next candidate. I this this guy follows in my day uh it my my Matt Rule area Bill O'Brien. I don't why you look at I I looked up his you look at his Wikipedia and his resume. His resume is fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean, was with the Patriots for five years, different roles. Wide receiver coach, quarterback coach was the offensive coordinator. He was the Houston Texans head coach for a handful of years. He was the head coach of Penn State. He's now calling plays at Alabama. Like if you were to blind, you know, you would just be like this candidate was with Bill Belichick, Tom Brady. And you know, you would you would be like, fuck, this guy's great. Yeah. Why am I
1: dragging my feet with Bill O'Brien? Are you uh, dragging your feet with Bill O'Brien? Not as much as most people are. I think okay. I, I I don't know if I felt like many people were as excited about him. Um he doesn't I, get me moved. I, I think I, I'd probably vote I, yes but I would vote yes on Bill Bill O'Brien. Okay. Look at you. Your team Bill O'Brien yeah he, he I got to I mean I, I didn't get to know I was, him.
0: I was wondering there was a was he was there when you were there yes there wasn't even like walking in the hall, like, well, yeah, you know, there the, was that. the closed mouth, like, nod. I mean, we,
1: yeah, you talk and see each other, but like, if you're not in the position room, you don't
0: speak. He call, call you by your number. He goes, hey, 91. <laughs> hey, 91. What's up? Who is that? 8-9-1, Hey. Hey. Was that? That? I don't know that. Okay. So, Bill O'Brien, we're voting yes. I'd vote yeah, probably. All right. There. Uh, we, we had a lot of jokes on this guy, Gary Patterson. Uh,
1: after last week, I'm gonna vote no. <laughs> I mean,
0: we was we, He's the special assistant to the head coach, which sounds like Dwight Schrute was like assistant to the regional manager. Assistant regional manager. <laughs> you mean a special assistant to the defensive end? like no, no, no. You mean special assistant to the special head coach? Is that what you mean? Coach. Thank you very much. Uh, but he's a special assistant to the head coach at Texas. Wouldn't have called it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. People need to go listen to the last five minutes of our last pod. But okay. So he's 62 years old. He spent the majority of his career in the big 12, but he won a lot. 22 years at TCU. There's a mutual parting of ways. Clearly he left. He didn't leave the cupboard bare. Like TCU is rolling with a lot of the guys that he recruited and developed. Now there could be the argument made that like, because they got, they changed coaches all of a sudden, you know, boom, they take off, but he won six conference titles as a coach, one in the big 12, four in the mountain West, one in conference USA. He's a two time AP AP coach of the year. Um, really good coach.
1: I, I always wonder though, is he is he at the the twilight? Is, I think How old is he? he? Sixty
0: two. Is he watching Matlock, <sighs> having prunes and going to bed? Is he showing up Nick. at Texas Roadhouse at four forty five?
1: Old Country Buffet <laughs> <laughs> reserves a spot a, for him. <laughs> 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 poor Gary Pearson. What did he ever do to us? Why are we? <laughs> said, Old country oh. Old country matlock prunes oh my god what are we doing oh, Gary?
0: That's so ridiculous
1: yeah but no but it feels a little bit
0: like it, it feels like you're getting a guy that that's at the tail end
1: which i don't I think know i don't guy. know what i think of that i think I, it takes a lot of energy to be the next guy here for 10 years we i agree so, I'm dragging my feet. I'm probably going to vote no. I'm going to reluctant no because he's, he's proved he's a great coach. Most of these guys, they don't want to do anything else. Um, right. I would say I would vote no with the very likely scenario we need to do a recount. It <laughs> might be. I'll be like, there's some hanging chads on those Gary Patterson votes. I want to recount. I don't trust the machines.
0: Oh, my God. Okay. This is getting out, <laughs> out of control. Okay. Before we circle back to Mickey, there's going to be a write-in area. Anybody want to write in? I mean, I wrote down Lane Kiffin. I mean, how about my guy? I proclaim my love for Pat Fitzgerald, and my man, Patty Fitz, has gone on to have a horrendous year. I but maybe that's when you get will Take him. I would. I Is this sad? That I would still take that dude in a heartbeat. But they are on the struggle bus this year. They are the only win is against Nebraska. They're one and eight. But maybe you're getting it. I mean, you are getting, you're getting a bit the low. You know, you're getting Walton, the Celtics getting Walton in 86, you know, like you're like you're everybody thinks it's
1: all. I don't know what it is about Fitzgerald, but like he's proven. Like, you know, some guys have proven it to you. Um, yeah, he he's taken it to a point yeah. where it's like, okay, you know, I listen. think he for whatever reason, like Fitzgerald, we know he's what he's working with at Northwestern. It's like you got to be this good academically. They, you know, it's just it's such a harder yeah, recruit for sure. Um, that I just I feel like. I just trust that he's a good coach.
0: It's hard. It's hard because I'm so hypocritical. Like, I won't hire Matt Campbell because he's had, he's having like a bad moment. And like, Northwesterns went three and nine last year. They're going to one and eight. And I'm like, Fitz, bring it in. That's, but Fitz is, is, to me, Fitz's
1: track record is more proven than Matt Campbell's. And here's the thing about Fitz it's a Big 10 track record. It's like the most relatable skill set you could possibly have for Nebraska. It's like this guy in the Big 10 West has been. He's won it a couple times with way less resources and player. I mean, that's where you go. Okay, this guy. So he would you? I would write. If I had to write in, I'd write in Patty
0: Fitz. Yeah. Okay, circling back to Mickey. Where are we at on Mickey? It feels so. To actually not vote for Mickey feels like I might get like oh, I, I would deported vote for out of like
1: because here here's where I would stand. Like, there's a lot of these guys I'd give, I'd take, but like. If you said it's Mickey over the, uh, over some of these guys that I would say yes to, I would still feel good because, like, I still like the idea of Mickey. If we don't have the slam dunk, who I don't know who it is. Sometimes that makes me feel. Jeff like Munkin. Mickey, well, Munkin's working his way up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Sorry, but keep, keep going. Uh, I just think Mickey. I don't know. It's it's gotten really way harder to hire Mickey. Now. It,
0: it definitely has. I mean, it's hard. I wouldn't feel like if it gets announced that Mickey's the guy, I would like I feel like the programs in ha- in the hands of a guy that you know, is going to work his ass off. He yeah. loves it. He knows the the you know, like there, there are a lot of things that make you feel comfortable with him being the guy. Yeah, but there, it's just so hard because you just don't there's no way there's just the, the element of the unknown for him is big. You know, like, can he truly be a CEO? Can he cast a vision and a style? Like, what does he want his style of play to be? Who's he going to hire? What offense does he want to run? Like, you don't. Yeah. And the one thing that's interesting is that, like, his best attribute as a coach is his ability to recruit. And I wonder if being a head coach, if actually you're, like, recruiting as a head coach, you're probably not on the road pounding the pavement as much.
1: No, but he's also – it's a bigger platform. Right. It's it's, a, it's more sway because it's the head guy. I mean, I think Mickey will do awesome as the head yeah. coach recruiter. I think Mickey's – what's not known about Mickey is – and this is – I think Mickey's going to suffer because of – because Scott Frost went from coordinator to head coach, like pretty quick trajectory. I think that that's probably works against Mickey – frost never had to learn the hard lessons as a head coach. That's something we, we talk about right. a lot. Very good point. He frost never had to learn the hard lessons at at UCF. Right. Gets to Nebraska goes through all of them here. Uh, and it kind of like, I mean, I think that partly like just took the window. Yeah. It derailed him, took the window of his sales. He was kind of not the guy who came in For here sure. winning. Right. So I think with Mickey, this is the hardest part about Mickey. You gotta love the recruiting. You gotta love the presence he has, and the connection with players. He's never learned the hard lessons either as a head coach, for sure. And so, the Munkins, the Kleimans, the Patty Fitzes, the Patty Fitzes—they've learned all the hard lessons. Gary Patterson—he's learned all the hard lessons, right? So we make fun of his,
0: yeah, I old country buffet, it. yeah, right,
1: old country buffet. But the dudes—that dude's twenty years, two-time coach of the year learn the lessons like that to me is the part where the 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 hard part with hiring mick is is you have to go way farther out in a limb because he's never gone through the things a lot of these head coaches have to go through before they're ready to be like now i'm ready to win here's something to think about
0: with mickey is this statement i'm about to make true of all the candidates reasonable candidates that are like realistic candidates i should say would Mickey recruit at the highest level? Like would he, would the recruiting at Nebraska be the best of all the other candidates? Now that's not to say that the, then the football output would be the best. Cause there's a lot more that goes into it than that, but would Mickey Joseph get Nebraska to recruit at the highest level with everyone else?
1: A part of me thinks yes. Um, I think the other coaches would have to come in, and recruits would have to see, would have to see the winning. Where Mickey kind of has the ability to just like get guys. But if we don't win, I think that would put the ceiling on it. Maybe good right? point. So I don't know. There's there's a mix there. I think probably yes, Mickey's seemingly the best recruiter um, of all these. Of Which all these that's students. something. But at the same time, like even if you're a great recruiter and your program's not winning like it gets still it would get hard for Mickey to keep recruiting.
0: Yes, and and again, we've seen like just because you're recruiting at a high level doesn't necessarily guarantee you like there's still a lot that has to go into it after you go bring in some talented dudes. So, yeah. I I I think I would still vote yes on Mickey. Yeah. But it's a very interesting candidate as we've talked about for freaking two months here. He's an interesting candidate to kind of sink your teeth into.
1: I think, but the other part of Mickey is just like retaining. I think he's proven so valuable to the state of Nebraska. Like, right. We, we need to sell out to try to keep him here. I, I, I one can, way or the other.
0: I, I cannot believe that we're taught. Like I did not think he would coach his way into being a legitimate candidate. I yeah. really didn't. Yeah. I, I really, really did not. Um, I still, my number one choice is still Aranda, I think, with Mickey on staff. Munkin's on the, I mean, he is just like, he hits. Munkin's
1: a rising star in this whole conversation.
0: We love, we love Klyman. It's just like, I feel like he's like, puts, he put us in the friend zone.
1: Klyman put us in the friend zone. Uh, I feel like, I feel like, you know, it's like we, we, we didn't know Matt Rule. He went to another school and, and we heard, we heard like a bad rumor about him. So we, we oh, she cheated on her last boyfriend or something like that. Like, you know, like we. D- it's not true though. The thing about what what they're I saying know. about Matt Rule, it's not true. I, yes. So we need to give Matt Rule. I, I think we need to give Matt Rule a real shot.
0: For sure. We yeah. we got to go hang with Matt Rule to get a better. I, we need to have more open mind about R- Matt Rule. There's no question about that. Yeah. Uh. Okay. I mean, oh my God. We're l- 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 Michigan game. Good Lord. Line is thir- The Michigan's favored by thirty-one. No, uh. Maybe Nebraska. State out line. Nebraska thirty-point. 31-point dog right now. Michigan's 9-0. They're ranked third in the college football playoff rankings. I mean, they're out for blood. They're out for style points because they got to go. They can't go muck around with Nebraska. You know, it's not going to impress the committee. But, I mean, the, the defensively, number one rush defense in the country. Number two in yards allowed. Third in scoring defense. Ninth in sacks. Offensively, they're the fourth rushing offense in the country. Blake Corum's the fifth leading rusher in the country. Casey Thompson's status is still uncertain. I would think he's likely out unless... You know, Miyagi's going to Ann Arbor and Casey he's
1: Casey Thompson's gonna it. play. Casey Thompson's gonna play!
0: You throw it. Palmer.
1: <laughs> Very good.
0: Yes. <laughs> Casey son. Casey son. No handoff. Throw deep. Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that a is that a terrible Miyagi?
1: Is that even close to him I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think that's him. I don't think so.
0: You <laughs> you audible <laughs> you. You. Pass play. Uh no throw. Short. Yagi san. Yagi san. Kesi san. No handoff. Throw. Okay. Chubba. Uh, <laughs> Chubba. Son? <laughs> <Kachon. laughs> oh. Paint. But paint fence. You paint offense. Logan. You paint fence. You buff car. Logan. Buff. Good.
1: Ocean oh, Mathis. Show me. Paint fence. Show me. Wax off. Wax off. That's how you get around offensive linemen.
0: You need to bring Miyagi. Miyagi, you know, Miyagi, is if, Miyagi if, I, if, if Miyagi walked off the plane, if we get a video of like here comes, here comes Mickey Joseph, and the Miyagi's behind him. I'm taking Nebraska money line. We
1: need to get Miyagi teaching those. Oh
0: God. Okay. Uh, Miles Farmer's out. Unfortunately, suspended. He got a DUI, so that's a big problem too. Um. I mean, do you see any roadmap oh, to O's winning Street's this
1: game? Streets gotten us all. It's, there's no question.
0: <laughs> I mean, there's no question about that. Do you see any roadmap to winning this game? Um, I mean, you want to say never say never, but it's like, man, this is the closest thing to like
1: something really good has to happen early and give us hope. I mean, this is a game where something's got to bounce our way. They got to, they got to make a big mistake, fumble, and we score, you know, something like that's got to go get us an early momentum. I mean, you've seen these games the last handful of years, like these teams were like, we're going to get thrown. Sometimes you're just in it. Uh, and sometimes well, hung in there a little bit with Michigan
0: last week. Yeah, so I mean it's not impossible, but at the same time it's just because what's hard is like to me I'm like the game plan is smothers, run it, control it. It's like you're not going to be. It's really the best chance at beating them would be Casey and the bombs, right? I mean you're not going to go like
1: yeah Trey Palmer still Trey Palmer. You're not but- going to go roll
0: up your sleeves like all right Michigan put him up like you know it's not what it's just
1: you just got to play smart and I mean it's not out of this. It's not out of it's the not realm impossible. of possibilities right. to win. Like, we're good enough that we can beat Michigan one out of 15 times or something, or 20 times. Whatever. Like, yeah, That's all you got to do. This has got to be the one out of 20. But, like, you know, we're not beating this team half the time we play them. Not even close.
0: It's just, I'm nervous about this one. Really, really nervous about this
1: one. When Vegas says 30... 30, dog. We're, I mean... Th- when Vegas says 30... That's, that's, that's a big state.
0: I'm just nervous at this, this game. I just hope that this game doesn't turn into, remember, uh, the, the Ohio state game when Tommy Armstrong got hurt early and it ended up 62 to three, uh, at Ohio state or Michigan frost year one at Michigan, that bitch was like 39, nothing at half. It was like, I'm just.
1: But but this is like where uh, like you want to... It's wild. This team, Nebraska, hung with this team last year. I know. We had them beat. And then Adrian fumbled. Right. So this is where Mickey... You'll learn a lot about Mickey in this game. Like, if we just get thromped, that's bad for Mickey. Very bad. Win or lose if we play tough and hang around, really good for Mickey. Yes. So this will be telling just like how focus and tough these guys like and are these guys going to quit are these guys you know like that's that's something you got to keep you know as a head coach finding that thing find that thing to get your guys right believing that you're going to win this week when nobody thinks you're going to win or when vegas says you're losing by 30, 30 and you're like we're going to do it you know like that's a hard that's a hard right chasm to jump
0: it's hard to, to i mean the, the the way to do it probably is if casey's out which you assume he is i mean probably just a lot of quarterback run game with smothers and just hope you can you will catch them off guard with like some different looks with smothers running the ball and it's hard yeah. to I mean they're the number one rush defense so it's hard to think that that's you're going to be able to but you got to you're going to have to do something to, different it's hard you,
1: to stop that too I just don't
0: think you can go back there and like would it have Chuba you know try to do his best Casey Thompson impression against him it's just not going to work please on a variety don't. of levels so please don't I don't know I mean I, I again I don't score position I thirties a lot I mean i i don't think this weekend is going to go well but
1: no probably not all
0: right we are 90 minutes into this oh we've done it again we spent way too long on jeff
1: Monk. it was so fun though okay nick i'll tell you what if we could do it over i'd do it again
0: that's okay all right so you you took your flu shot and all that stuff you're getting tired let's get you out of here let's go let's 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 hit let's hit the hay let's go
1: i'm out of here let's go